Jag Bag Show live on the radio again. Here we are. Still alive. It's alive. Still alive here for Saturday, May 2nd. Beautiful morning here. Paradiesel. Oh, gee. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's really nice. Got the high, wispy clouds out here. Blue skies peeking through. Beautiful uh, sunshine on the greens here at Del Monte Golf Course. Dave Marzetti slaving over hot control board so you don't have to for Saturday, May 2nd on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday. Starting to, starting to sh- Saturday morning off the Shag Bag Show. Like we've doing, been doing for 18 years, this is show number 943. 943, your three lucky numbers today. Play them and win. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're out here on the patio again at Del Monte as the grill is still closed, but uh, soon to reopen. Won't be long now, right around the corner. As a matter of fact, uh, Neil Allen and his some of his crew are in the offices next door here in the pro shop and starting to work things out. So be a little, be a little bit. Pebble Beach uh, and Spyglass open on Monday. Uh, Spanish Bay and Del Monte the other half of the Pebble Beach Golf family will be uh, opening, uh, well, we'll see, a couple of weeks, perhaps, you know, so we'll get to it when we get to it. Also, speaking of golf openings, Bandit Black Horse open Monday, Pacific Grove and Laguna Seca open Monday, all, of course, with um, really tight restrictions, as you might uh, imagine. All right, welcome to uh, Saturday, welcome to Shag Bag Show, and thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. Most of them still not open yet, but still want to thank the Pebble Beach Company. Uh, well, like I said, golf course opens Monday, as is Spyglass Hill. Delmonte Golf Course Grill, home away from home for the Shag Bag Show for 18 years. A sandbar and grill. Can't wait for the sandbar to open again soon. Craig Ling and his great crew. The uh, Golf Mart Superstore, the Monterey County Herald. Every Friday they post the guests of the Shag Bag Show. Who's going to be on Saturday mornings? You can tell in the Friday paper of the Monterey Herald, your daily newspaper. Carousel Candies, the Elves team producing tons of homemade confections at their famous pink shop on the wharf. Left-hand side, you're walking down, can't miss it. Taffy puller in the window. They ship worldwide, carouselcandies.com. They are open today. You can walk in and buy candy there. 11 to 6, they're open. 20% locals discount. Go down there and say hi to Liz and the gang. Carousel on the wharf. Clark Miller, the bankruptcy attorney, doesn't want you to go bankrupt, wants to help you out. He's helped out over 20,000 people with sound financial advice. Your initial consultation with Clark is always free. 424-1764, seamanclarkmiller.com. The Beach House at Lover's Point, soon to reopen, along with Kevin's other restaurants, Whaling Station, Big Fish Grill, Avalonetti, golfguide.net for the player in you. Elab Communications did our website. They can do yours. Check ours out, shagbagshow.com. Jacob Seam Realty, buying and selling the Join Gen. Walk you through it quickly, easily. They're the Monterey Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. Seema Jacobs, teamhomes.com. The Foolish Times, free, funny, fabulous. Pick one up today. It'll make you smile. Express Employment Professionals, providing employment solutions, including full-time, part-time, seasonal, wide range of positions. And Paul Wyant, who owns that company, also has his own radio show. It's called What's the Plan? Stan. And uh, it happens every Saturday at 1.30 right here on this radio station. Today he's got Mayor Clyde Roberson, my neighbor, up on Via Gayuba. I also want to thank Monterey Fish Company over 50 years now. Sal Tringali and family offering you a wide and wonderful selection of locally caught seafoods, friendly service, great prices, free parking, and end of wharf number two. Call them first. I think they're open usually 9 to 4 now. Uh, 375-3511. That's 375-3511 for Monterey Fish. You can uh, go down there and see see the whole gang. Uh, and Monterey Regional Airports. Uh, easy, long-term parking, short, efficient TSA lines, especially now, right? Hassle-free experience flights connecting to all points all over the world. Monterey Regional. All right, and good morning to our two biggest fans, my lovely wife Terry and Puff the Wonder Dog, high up on the hill on Via Gayuba. Good morning to you shag baggers everywhere. And as we start our uh, shag bag show off, uh, the last uh, about four weeks in a row from the patio here at Del Monte, we've been playing you the special All Alone songs, and uh, have to we had to dig another one up here for you this morning. Let's see, get this one up and going for you.
Yes, that's right. I'm out here all by myself on the patio. Loving life, doing the shag bag show. Mr. Lonely. Lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. I have nobody for my own. I'm so lonely. Isn't that sad? <laughs> I'm Mr. Lonely. <laughs> Wish I had someone to call on the phone. Oh, but we do have people to call on the phone because that's how we've been getting our guests on the radio for the last four or five weeks now in a row from here at the uh, patio Del Monte. Call them on the phone. That's how we do the show now, all via phone, uh, except I'm, I'm here and, and uh, they are there, so... We'll get them on the phone. Hey, uh, we got some interesting, uh, well, uh, this interesting couple of weeks here. Been doing all my, like you, being sheltered in place as we are, social distancing and all those terms that we've had to come, we're forced down our throat lately, um, which I can't wait till we forget all those things, all those terms, like flatten the curve and all that stuff. But anyway... Uh, at home and uh, doing a couple of projects, you know, because you can't really get anything done unless you do it yourself. So had to uh, now that you have to understand, I, I, you know, I can do a couple of things. I mean, but I, you know, when it comes to taking your watch apart and changing the battery, I did it. I did. I did. Took the. I, I I have watched the guy at Suzuki Jewelers by the post office there change my watch out watch battery out a million times. So. Uh, kind of know how, to, but taking that watch back off, wow, that was spot on. That was a, that was a chore. Got to snap that thing off. Ordered ordered batteries through Amazon. I got fun. I got five of those little batteries for uh, seventy cents a piece. Normally it's like twelve bucks to get my you know my battery changed. So saving quite a, saving quite a bit of money there. And then uh, our vacuum cleaner broke, you know, like the rollers, like the, the go around real fast, it spin in the front. So the belt, went, thank God for Google, right? Googled it up. The belt was broken, the rubber belt that runs those rotors in the front. So I ordered those, snapped that for like five bucks, snapped that back in. Hey, you know, what else I do? Cut my own hair. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> What else? I'm gonna start grind. I'm gonna grind my own sunglasses now. I'm gonna make. Uh... <laughs> uh, it's been a, it's been an experience, that's for sure. All right, Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM. Thanks for joining us for Saturday morning. We certainly do appreciate it. We got a lot of uh, great guests on the show this morning. Uh, I don't know if you checked it out in the Herald or on the website. And by the way. Our website's always pretty much updated with who's going to be the guest for the next Saturday, so you can always check that out at uh, shagbagshow.com. Uh, but uh, on the show today, we got Carla Spencer, who's an RN, the Director of Emergency Services at Salinas Valley Memorial Hospital. Of course, that'll be of interest these time, these uh, in these days, right? And we got the owner of Max Fitz Meals, Chris Spencer. Same last name. That would be the husband. Ryan Sanchez joins us from El Jefe Tequila, and just in time for Cinco de Mayo. And we got our good friend that we're calling right now from your Oakland A's, Mike Aldretti. So we'll get Mikey on the phone first, talk to him a little, talk a little baseball. Uh-oh. Uh, that, one, that one went out. Okay, so we'll do that again. So we'll get Mikey on the phone, talk a little bit, a little baseball, a little Oakland A's baseball. Hey, 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 there he is, Mr. Mike Aldrini. How are you, Mikey? I'm doing good. So, uh, how's your life? You having fun? Uh, actually, it's kind of, I don't I don't really mind it, but I'd really love to go back to work. It's nice to see the family all the time and kids and uh, get to go on some walks out on the hills behind our house. It's kind of quiet, but uh, I think it's time to get back to work, though. <laughs> Exactly. So let's see. Right now on uh, May 2nd, you guys will be in the, the A's. We'll be in about the uh, third game of a homestand versus uh, the Rays. Yeah, and probably three, game, three games up in the West. That sounds about right. That's about right. See, we can just do it virtually. 
Well, I think I think somebody is doing it virtually, but uh, I don't know the results right now. But I know that uh, somebody texted me a little bit ago and said we were doing really good in the virtual in the re, re virtual game. So they're talking about maybe having like a hundred game season, right? Um, there is some talk. Uh, nothing. I don't think anything's confirmed, but I think everybody's, you know, hoping that uh, that that MLB and the probably you know the the medical experts from uh the US and uh the players and everybody can get together and uh find something uh find an answer in there somewhere that would that would be so great how would it how would it be though for for you guys all of you guys to be playing with nobody nobody there to watch um, you know, on the one hand, you could say, God, that sucks. But on the other hand, boy, would it be nice to be back playing again. Right. And I think, I think most of the guys, uh, and again, I'm not going to be doing any playing, but, um, most of the guys, you know, initially would, uh, would be like, God, I don't know if that's, that's how we want to do this. Uh, but ultimately I think everybody just says, you know what, however we have to do it, uh, Let's get back and uh, let's get playing again. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's what everybody's hoping for. I don't think anybody uh, wants to stay locked up for uh, any period of time. And I think that would be a sign to, to everybody that, uh, you know, things are getting better and things can get better. Absolutely. It must be a little bit strange, though, for you, though, to walk outside and know what time of year it is and for all of your incredible baseball career that you've had, which is all all your life, basically, to not be doing something busy with baseball in May. This is pretty much the uh, the first time or maybe the second time in like 30 years that uh, that I've been home at this time. And, uh, you know, sometimes you forget. Uh, especially over the last week or so, how nice it could be here, uh, on the peninsula and, uh, in, uh, the, uh, Salinas area that, uh, boy, it's nice to go outside and sit in the sun. It's not, you're not boiling hot, uh, but it's just, it's just pleasant. And, uh, I, I don't get to see it very often. And, uh, so this is the first, one of the first times in 30 years. What about Gina? What's, what's going on with uh, her and the whale watch and all that? Uh, they're all shut down. Yep. Uh, like most businesses, um, you know, I, I, you know, granted it's not my business, but um, uh, from a business standpoint, it is kind of my business to, to to see what's going on with her and her family and her their livelihood. But uh, uh, I kind of wonder, I mean, why can't you have? Why you can't can't you go out on a boat? That's yeah. about it. Right. That's about as, uh, you know, <laughs> isolated as you can get. Exactly. And if you, you know, you have a boat that takes normally 70 people, I would think you could, uh, social distance and, uh, come up with a number. Yeah. That, uh, that could at least take some people out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, from a whale watching standpoint, from a fishing standpoint. Sure. Um, but those are my decisions. Um, I also have, uh, I also have, you know, it's, it's in it's in uh, my family or Gina's family, uh, and I want to see them back to work just like I want to see myself back to work. Mike for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even the mayor in my house. <laughs> hey, I got a I got a, a couple of questions here for you, Mikey. If you could just uh, bear with me a second, I I got to look on my phone here, but. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, our good friend Paul Martin says, uh, with the extended break, uh, happening, uh, who, who do you think it favors? Well, I think it favors teams that are younger. I think, uh, as we get a little older, it takes a little bit more time to get back in shape. Um, I think it, you know, and this is, this is nothing that, uh, that I can put a finger on, but really the, who it favors are the, the pitching staffs that have been, you know, working and staying in shape and have some kind of coordinated something so that if and when this thing gets back going again, they, uh, they don't miss a beat. Uh, cause I do know that, um, like myself, if you go home and, you know, you don't, you don't do a whole lot uh, from a physical activity standpoint. It takes a while to get it back going. Right. Um, 
So in that sense, some of the younger guys will will fall right back into the swing of things. Um, but at the same time, too, uh, there are there are guys and there are ways for over the last you know last two months for guys to get out and guys to throw um, and keep their arms in shape. And I'm talking mostly about the pitchers. Position players can get their arms in shape, get their their batting eye ready in about a week. Uh, pitchers normally take a little longer, and um, I would think that uh, before anything you know officially starts going, there would be some kind of spring training. Uh, I don't know if it would be for two weeks or three weeks, but uh, in those two or three weeks, essentially that is to get pitchers' arms back into shape. And uh, like I said, I think an advantage would come from the, the guys who have uh, the, the pitching staff that show up and they're ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's sort of like uh, like me, you know. I mean, uh, you know, is of course fine physical specimen that I am and everything. Uh, you know, have been sort of laying around for the last four weeks, and then I went out and mowed the lawn the other day. I could barely get the mower up the hill. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds a little bit like me. My my physical activity, which you know, I don't need a whole lot these days, but uh, it consists of um, you know. Gene and I, uh, Gene and the kids and I, uh, walking up in the hills, uh, out like behind our backyard, which is, uh, Fort Ord. Uh, there's some really nice trails and, uh, uh as far as, as far as, you know, strenuous physical activity, there's none, but there are some really good walks back there. I know that, uh, you growing up in Monterey, up uh, up near where I live now, Via Gayuba in that area, and, and the Via Paraiso Park and all that. I know that uh, I know that uh, uh, you're familiar with my street, Via Gayuba. And oh yeah. You know how it's straight up the hill, right? I mean, that's really a real that's the extreme incline. And we used to never see before this happened. There was never anybody walking up. Now there's people like walking up and down, ex exercising on that hill every day. That would be a good walk. That might be out of my out of my range. Right yeah, about me too. Now. <laughs> yeah, and I live right there at the bottom on uh, Via del Pinar. Yeah. Uh, a block up from Via Paraiso. so uh, you know the whole pretty much my whole gang. Lived right in that that little area. What a wonderful place to grow up that was. You and Mikey Bruno and everybody. Yes, the the Brunos, the Aiello's, the Companios, the Randazzos, the Dimaggios, the Davies, all the Irishmen, uh, the Incavillas and the Cumminses. I mean, it was it was uh, it was quite a place that uh, that uh, for whatever reason, about you know about fifty something years ago. Um, a lot of families with kids uh, just just kind of congregated in that area, and um, and you could always find a game uh, every single day during the summer. And uh, like I said, it was it was it was pretty fun. Was that park always there when you guys were little? Via Paraiso, yes. Well, that would, and, uh, must have been a cool cool spot to grow up with a park right there. Yeah, well, my my uh, actually my father, who was the uh, the Parks and Recreation Director for the City of Monterey. Uh, when he showed up, he, uh, he promised to have a park in, in every community, uh, and that was one of the parks. And, uh, he basically, uh, with the parks department, um, set up a situation where during the summer, every day they would have two park leaders go to go to all the parks around the uh, around the peninsula, and, uh, all the kids from the area could come there and play every day. And, uh, as a matter of fact, right there at Via Paraiso, the, the ballpark that's there is, uh, has now been renamed to, uh, Peter J. Aldretti Ballpark or Peter J. Aldretti Field. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you've all the ways, you've had a great life all the way. See, I, I'm not complaining. No complaints here. <laughs> right. Mike, you know, we, we appreciate you taking the time out of your Saturday morning to be on, on the Shagbag Radio Show with us. We love you for it. And then, of course, our Oakland A is, and I guess we'll get back to it whenever we get back to it. Have they, have they said anything to you? Like, be prepared for maybe this date or that date? Um, nobody has officially said anything. I, in my mind, my little timeline says, you know what, we gotta get, we gotta be out there, uh, playing by, uh, by July. Yeah. 
uh, or sometime in July. Um, so I've got my fingers crossed that, uh, that, uh, you know, that we fl- not only flatten this curve out, but get it trending in a downward, uh, manner sometime this month. And, uh, and hopefully sometime in June, they can say, all right, here we go, guys. Um, but again, you know, there's, there has been no official word. Um, that's just my thinking that if we can get out there by July, I think we can get a hundred games in. Yeah. Um, so my fingers are crossed. I hope everybody else's fingers are crossed. Um, there's a lot of other bigger issues out there, of course, uh, with the, with the virus. And I don't want to, uh, put baseball ahead of any of that. Uh, I actually just, um, I hope that in some small way that uh, if we happen to get going and get playing, that uh, that that'll be a signal to the uh, the country that uh, you know we got a chance. We're heading in a good direction. Uh, here's some here's some things to take your mind off the the quarantine, and uh, this is this is a step that's going to take us all in the right direction. Absolutely, Mike Aldrete from your Oakland A's. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Anytime. Give our best to Gina and the family. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thanks very much. All right. There's Mike Aldretti from the Oakland A's. We appreciate him uh, checking in with us this morning on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning. Live from Del Monte Patio. And a beautiful spot it is and a beautiful morning it is. Dave Marzetti over here. And uh, we didn't do the cup of coffee. Got to do the cup of coffee. And if something was missing, I knew something was missing. <laughs> That's not pouring. It's not pouring enough. Come on. There it is. Ah, ha, 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 ha. From the big green Stanley metal thermos. There you go. There you go. All right, so let's get our next guest on the show. We still have uh, a couple of guests that we have to get to this morning, including... Carla Spencer from Salinas Valley Memorial Hospital, the director of, director of emergency services. Also, her husband, who owns MaxFit Meals, uh, downtown Monterey, Chris Spencer. But uh, right now, in time, just in time, for Cinco de Mayo, we want to get our good friend Ryan Sanchez on the line. He's the owner of El Jefe Tequila. Tequila! So we'll get Ryan on. Hopefully, we'll get Ryan on here in a couple of moments and talk a little tequila. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you this morning, Ryan? Good. All good, right. Good. good to have you. Uh, give us a little rundown. Uh, I always ask everybody what, uh, you know, what life has been like for, for them during all this uh, crap that's going on. So what's it like for you? You know, for us, it's been status quo. We've been lucky, Dave, having an essential business. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it's it's actually been uh, you know really not a big change per se. I mean, we've been really busy. We've had a spike in just people coming in and you know grabbing items from all stores. But uh, and, personally, and before we be and before we go yeah. on with that, we should tell because I you know I, I only introduced you as having El Jefe Tequila, which oh, okay. could be could be essential <laughs> to a lot of people. But uh, of course, you've got uh, Surf and Sand uh, and Bruno's, and of course uh, Corral Market. Corral Market. It's Corral Valley Hill Deli. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and then personally, to be honest with you, it's it's been uh, it's been good. It's given me time to do a lot of other stuff that I hadn't had a chance to do uh, just because I've you know just just always on the run, always busy doing events, and you know now the events have shut down. Uh, it's it's been refreshing. I've got, got a lot of stuff done. Including exercise, Dave. No. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I've been exercising. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Cycling, running, doing the stairs of Veterans Park, you know, just trying to get out there and be active. So it's it's been good. Wow, that's great. And yeah. uh, we, we were just talking a little bit before we got you on the line here about the fact that uh, coming up in just a couple of days, Cinco de Mayo, and that's got to be a little yes. bit different this year, but they still got to get that El Jefe tequila in the house. Absolutely. So we do have a special going at Surf and Sand. Uh, you purchase a bottle of El Jefe tequila Blanco or Reposado, you get a free one-liter bottle of Zing Zang mar- margarita mix and a uh, mini of Grand Marnier uh, orange liqueur. Wow. 
Yeah, so we're doing a little uh, Cinco de Mayo promo at the uh, Surf and Sand Liquor store. And if you want to get a Nitro Draft margarita, down there at Flaherty's, they're pouring Nitro Draft El Jefe margaritas. Uh, wow. Those are the, the margaritas on tap. Uh, and so he's, he's serving those as well. So it's we're pushing it as long as we can. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, and uh, what what how do you how do you uh, how do you think sales has been going lately? Considering what's been going on, is it picked up at all? Because people are sitting at home drinking a lot, or what? You know, I, I tell you, and I, and I was saying this to, us, and this is kind of how the stores were back in the early two thousands, late nineties. You know, pre uh, online business or supermarket uh, delivery services. So we've always offered delivery services. Now Safeway has it, Whole Foods has it. I mean, now it's kind of the norm. Uh, but we have seen old customers come in that we haven't seen for years, uh, you know, shopping with us now. So it's been kind of nice. It almost feels like it was, you know, 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, before all these box uh, foods that get delivered to your house and all that stuff, you know, people are relying on the, the uh, you know, brick and mortar uh, locations. And, you know, we, we've been doing well. It's It's been good. That's awesome, and I'm sure that yeah. your uh, your Corral market is doing well. Yeah, and also Corral, you know, at this time, unfortunately, because the Laguna Seca, the Seattle Classic, all that shut down, we've lost a lot of the event-driven business, uh, especially in April, Seattle Classic. I mean, that brought over, I don't know, 20,000, 30,000 people, if not more. Uh, so we had a little bit of a drop in April. Uh, however, we had a a huge increase with just local, you know, people coming in from that corridor, that Corral de Tierra corridor. And, uh, you know, people that have either shopped, shopped with us in the past have come back and those that haven't been in the store have discovered it. And so, you know, it's, it's a good vibe over there. Are we losing you a little bit here? No, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, good, yeah, good, good. So yeah. yeah, I can I can see you losing some of that event business, event driven business. Yeah, but, uh, you still must have a lot of business coming in from uh, the the Corral the tier of people, right? Yeah, the Corridors uh, they've been great. I mean, yeah. coming in and getting all their essential items. I mean, it's a smaller market, uh, but we offer. I mean, it's a full service. We have produce, we have meat department, full service deli. We have all wines, liquors. Beer, grocery items, uh, uh, over-the-counter meds. I mean, we got, you know, it's a full-service grocery store. And so, you know, people have come in and really uh, discovered either something new or what they've been missing, you know, the last years that they haven't been in there in a while. So it's been good. Exactly. So yeah. if uh, if people want to get a hold of the El Jefe Tequila, they go to Surf and Sand. Of course, they can always, yeah. you can always find out more information about it online, right? That's right. So we are going to uh, actually be our social media We'll be publishing that promo that I just told you uh, tomorrow and Monday and trying to get people to come in Tuesday for Cinco. So, okay. uh, but just go to Surf and Sand, Liquors, downtown Carmel, next door to Bruno's Market. Uh, and you get a, buy a bottle of El Jefe Blanco, a Reposado, three bottle of one liter Zing Zing margarita mix, and then uh, many of Grand Marnier Orange Liqueur to make yourself a Cadillac margarita. <laughs> Beautiful. And we deliver. Surf and Sand does deliver, and we just uh, launched our app. So if you have a Android or iPhone, you could download the Surf and Sand Liquors app, and it's just like any app that we're all used to using now. It has uh, all of our products on there. You could order it at the convenience of your phone, and we'll deliver straight to you. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, we're always glad to check in with you and find out what's uh, what's the latest and greatest. And uh, you are yeah. a mover and shaker in this community. I know it must be a little different for you right now, but we'll, yeah. we'll get back to it again. Absolutely. How you been? Good. Yeah, just hanging in there. You know, just trying to trying to you know fix my own watch and fix the vacuum cleaner by myself. And there you go. <laughs> learning all these new trades. You know. All right. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, we'll, right, talk, we'll talk to you again all right, soon, thanks, all right? Dave. All right, thanks very much. That's Ryan Sanchez from El Jefe. That They also own Surf and Sand Liquors in Carmel. And, of course, right now offering a wonderful, wonderful program for you, promotional program. If you're going to Surf and Sand just in time for 
uh, Cinco de Mayo. All right, Shag Bag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning, live from the patio at Del Monte. Dave Marzetti, slave over hot control boards so you don't have to each and every Saturday morning on the Shag Bag Show. Don't forget, you can always listen to the Shag Bag Show in podcast form. It's an archive in uh, just a, any, basically any podcast platform there is out there. And there's a lot, of course, but you can... I like Anchor, Anchor FM. Anchor FM is our, is our host, and uh, they do a wonderful job. So if you ever want to listen to a podcast, you might want to check out Anchor FM. And while you're there, by the way, if I can just put a little plug in, how often do I do that? Not that often, but, you know, if, you're, if you go to Anchor FM and you're on the homepage, it says you want to support the show. You know, now that I'm not, uh, you know, now that I'm jobless, you know, except for Saturday mornings, you know, I need you. So... I know most of us are, but uh, on the front page there at Anchor FM, it says you want to support the Shag Bag Show. You can do it for as little as 99 cents a month. So, you know, if you got an extra, you know, 99 cents jangling around in your pocket and uh, you want to support the Shag Bag Show, we sure, sure would love your support. <laughs> That's at Anchor FM. But you can listen to us on Spotify, on Google, on Apple, uh, all those pocket casts, all those podcasts. And you can listen to the Shag Bag Show in... Uh, in archive form. All right, let's let's get uh, our next guest on the radio right now. Go ahead and give another call to another guest this morning, and we're going to go ahead and get actually the Spencer family. We'll get a husband and wife on the phone right now. Chris Spencer owns Max Fit Meals, and then wife Carla. So we'll get Chris on first. Hello. I think. Good morning, Chris Spencer. Dave Marzetti. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Oh, I'm doing amazing. Just. Uh... Sitting in my backyard, listening to the Shagbag Radio Show on iHeartMedia. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> the modern world. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, before we get your wife on. Let's talk a little bit about you and your business and Maxfit Meals and Downtown Monterey and and uh, and everything that you guys are offering during this what they call this time. This time, yeah. So, um, Maxfit Meals and Nutrition. We uh, we're. We actually have two stores. Uh, our, our flagship store, our first store, is in downtown Salinas, Old Town Salinas. And uh, about four years ago, we were fortunate enough to open a store up in uh, Old, sorry, downtown Monterey. Our our business model is fresh, healthy, grab-and-go meals, um, and we also have a online delivery service, delivery service, and online website that we started about two months ago. Fortunately, it was kind of the perfect storm for what's happening today, but uh, we basically have a store you can pop right in, grab a healthy meal, a snack. We also do sell supplements and stuff of that nature. So um, it's it's been an interesting journey uh, uh, the last eight weeks. Uh, you know, initially we were hit a lot harder uh, than we are today. Um, I think the general public just didn't know how to behave and obviously was being cautious and taking all the necessary precautions. And um Due to coronavirus, we we are have been a central central business, um, and snacks and other items and vitamins. So we were we've been blessed to uh, you know maintain operations during this time. Uh, that's great. And of course, during this time, you mentioned fast, healthy to go, pick up the food. You know, don't do anything. No prep, really, just heat it up type thing. Yeah. And uh, and that's really something that uh, you know that I've been talking to people about the fact that that's really needed these right now because of the fact that we're all sitting home eating all this junk that we're not supposed to be eating. I mean, yeah. I don't know about everybody else, but uh, I've, I don't think I've ever eaten as much junk as I've been eating <laughs> in this past four weeks. I mean, just, with the, sure. you know, there's a cupcake there. I'm, I'm having it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish I could say I was different, but, uh, you know, Carla and I were just talking about this. It's, uh, you know, we both have, you know, very, it's a stressful time and we both have stressful careers in general. And, uh, you know, we're unlike any other human that, uh, you know, a way to pacify your stress is to eat something like a cupcake, a delicious cupcake. And, uh, what we offer is portion controlled meals. So, um, what I do is, uh, you know, I always bring a couple of home for the family. My kids love them. My wife loves them. She takes them to work and that kind of alleviates that overeating. Um, once you're done with your six ounces of meat, your four ounces of, uh, you know, your carbohydrate and your vegetable. That's it. You put the food away and go. But yeah, it, it's definitely been a stressful time. And, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with, um, everyday, uh, stressors. But, you know, the first couple of weeks, it was furloughing employees and a lot of extra stresses. So I can definitely relate to everything that's going on. 
Um, but fortunately, due to due to all this, I think you know, like Ryan was saying earlier, the delivery options have been you know uh, significantly increased. And uh, uh, we, like I said, we had started a website about eight weeks ago, and we're now shipping food all over Northern California. So. You know, we've been able able to to service people in the time of need and deliver meal packs, 12, 15 meals all over Northern California. So, you know, there's definitely been some very upsetting, stressful, professionally and personal downs, low times. But um, there's been some positives for Maxit Meals where we're kind of really building the brand over over not in not only in the Central Coast, but all over Northern California. So we 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 feel excited uh, uh, and very thankful that we've been able to service um, people at home and help them keep on a you know a healthier path during this time. Chris, tell everybody what they can expect as far as food availability and what you offer. Sure. So it's um, we have about forty different items on our website. The stores we've kind of it's one of the challenges we've we did initially see a decrease of about sixty percent of our customer traffic the first two weeks. So we really put on the brakes. We really made a lot of adjustments, changed uh, our hours, you know, less than hours, 10 till 6, where we used to be open, you know, 9 until 8 at night. Uh, we have a little bit less of an option. We have about 25 meal options you can come grab in store. But our websites, we have 40 options that you can call, either call in, um, you know, we'll save the food. You can come grab and grab the food in the stores. But if you go to maxfitmeals.com, um, you, you can have the food stripped directly to your doorstep. Uh, what do our meals look like? Um, they're basically cleaner versions of your everyday meals that we all love and enjoy. Um, our top selling items are going to be like a chili verde burrito. Uh, we use a whole wheat tortilla, brown rice, um, you know, lean turkey, lean chicken breasts. Uh, we have a lot of Italian dishes with whole wheat pasta, fettuccine alfredo. So it's kind of all, it, it, it's, we have super clean to, cleaner versions of your everyday loved items so that's kind of our claim to fame you can get brown rice chicken broccoli and eat like a bodybuilder or you know just clean up your diet and have lower sodium you know lower fat content meals you know but it's all delicious stuff stuff it is yeah i mean last year i mean it was it was a record year we we sold sixty thousand meals locally and i think wow. uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So uh, we, we expect to do even more so just because of our, our online sales and definitely a little hiccup recently. But um, last week we've seen a, a, with the easing a little bit of the restrictions um, with construction workers and def different essential workers hitting the streets again, we've seen a little bit of an uptake of business. So we're, we're now only, I think, 30% down from where we were when this all let off. So. There is light at the end of the tunnel. We're remaining positive and uh, and excited, excited like everyone else for this be over, but still maintaining the you know, utmost of precautions. Uh, you know, following or we have been wearing N9, I'm sorry, uh, masks and uh, gloves in N95 masks in our in our manufacturing facilities since the first day this happened. Face shields, but um, you know, we're, we're definitely excited for this to. This to work its way out of our our area and and and, and get back to business as normal, but we're we're not going to compromise until until we're back 100. percent You know. And for more information, the best spot is for them to go to the website. Yeah, if you want to if you want to see the food, just go to maxfitmeals.com. Very easy to navigate website. Um, you order before 12, you'll have the food at your house within 24 hours at your doorstep. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. And what a selection. I've seen it before. What a selection. It's a wonderful job you Thank guys you, do. Sir. And before we get your wife on, uh, how do you feel, uh, your wife, of course, the, uh, the director of emergency services for Salinas Valley, uh, how do you feel about her, you know, being, doing what she does on a daily basis, being around the people that she's around and then coming home? Uh, you are, does it frighten you at all, or are you guys good with that? Or you, you know, um, my my wife has been. I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't get this 100 percent correct. But uh, she's been a nurse since she's 19. She's she was 19 years old. So uh, she got in into it, got into it for the love of uh, caring for patients. She has a heart for uh, for the community, and um, so. Yeah, you know, we've been married the whole time she was a nurse, and she's worked through several different, 
you know, I, there weren't pandemics, but there were definitely challenging times with H1N1 and SARS and um, Zika. So it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not brand new to us. Uh, we're both kind of just nose to the grindstone people. I'm very focused. So I, I got to be honest with you, I was kind of more worried maybe for my children. They're young. But as the information kind of panned out and played out, um, uh, you know, definitely not the best situation if young people get it. Um, but but they weren't really the demographic that was, you know, seeing the biggest issues from the from the COVID. So, um, you know, uh, yes, I am. I, I was more concerned for her well-being. She's been putting, you know, leaving the house 6 a.m. in the morning, coming home at 7, 8 at night. So putting in 50, 60 hours a week and then uh, taking phone calls all, all night long. So, you know, to be quite frank, we, we've just been working so hard and both of us uh, uh, laying our head down when, when we get home and passing out and going to sleep. So uh, I didn't really have enough time to even really stress about it. But, you know, my wife's a rock star. Uh, she's like a, a fish in water when it comes to what she does and she's complete natural. So uh, I'm going to be quite, quite frank. I, I wasn't worried about her at all or our health because I know she takes, you know, extreme precaution at work. And, Absolutely. And SCMH is a very professional organization. So speaking of that, can we go ahead and uh, get her on the on the line? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me pass it over to her. Okay, great. Thanks, Chris. She, she's also Irish, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here is Carla. Hi, good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, Carla. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, good. We're hanging in over here at Del Monte Golf Course out here on the patio, watching the guy spin around on the lawnmower out there in the fairway, and they're getting ready to open this place hopefully soon. So uh, give, yeah. every, give everybody a little, a little bit of information about you, not only what you do now, but uh, you a little some background. Oh, sure, sure. So... I've been a registered nurse for 23 years, um, and primarily in, in critical care and emergency is my background. And uh, back in 2011, uh, well, 2008, I got my master's degree in nursing and uh, started to love the leadership aspect of nursing, and um, then went formally into leadership uh, as a manager, a clinical manager in 2011. Uh, for our critical care units at the hospital at Salinas Valley Memorial. And then in 2014, uh, got a directorship role of emergency services and all the disaster management of the hospital. So I've been doing that ever since, and uh, it's been quite rewarding. Um, you know, especially now, it's kind of a time we didn't ever see, think we would see in our lifetime. So... Um, it's it's been challenging to say the least. What is your what is your uh, daily routine like? What happens? Yeah, so you know, early on, um, you know, in the hospital we have something called the incident command system. It's kind of our disaster management. So early on in the whole process, we establish that process, and what it does is it gives kind of a unified. Um, command and, and it's very organized approach in dealing with these sort of big disasters. And so I was named the operations chief for that. So it's um, a very big role. So needless to say, I have been super busy, not only with the emergency side of it and kind of dealing with my own operations in the emergency department, but also um, dealing with and leading the operations from the hospital aspect as well. So I'll tell you, daily routines, um, you know, at the beginning were super busy and just kind of establishing processes. Um, but I have to say, I, I've never in my 23 years seen a team so committed and passionate and you know, we really just banded together as a family to develop some pretty amazing processes. And so, you know, it's really perfecting those processes, watching the latest news, watching the cases every day, kind of where we're going, you know, and then projecting the next steps. So, you know, once we got the initial processes all done, um, you know, now it's looking, well, what if we have a surge? What's our plan? You know, if we have a surge of critical care patients, where are we going to put those patients in the hospital? So, you know, it's kind of um, just continuous planning and looking at our present processes. What do we have to tweak in those 
you know, um, are we as safe as possible for patients and our staff? So, you, like all of us, you see what's happening as far as openings, potential openings, people across the country you know, protesting, open up, uh, let us go, let us be free. Uh, other people saying, oh, it's way too soon, it's going to happen again, we're going to get a reflux of this thing. So, what on the, from the inside looking out for for inside being you guys inside the hospital what 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 is the thought in, on in, on the inside of the hospital as far as getting things going reopening that type of thing yeah you know i think um there's a lot of mixed emotions with it you know i think there's people that have concerns of the economy right we all do uh and then there's kind of the side that um you know the scary thing about this virus early on was the lack of treatment, the lack of vaccine, right? Everybody hears that when you watch the news. And, and that's the scary part is that the, the people keep dying from this. And, you know, I think that we've done such a good job that there is a fear out there that we would, you know, take a step back if we do things too early. And that I get, you know, and just kind of from what we know about it and how contagious it is and, you know, um, you know, the majority of people have very minor symptoms. So there is that side, right? There's the majority of people have minor symptoms and, you know, at some point we have to build immunity just like we did with flu. Um, but I think that, you know, the precautions are there for, you know, people to understand that until we get drugs to treat this, to lower the mortality rate and, you know, um, a vaccine potentially that may be coming, you know, it's good to take those precautions. But, you know, on the flip side, then there's that, feeling of the economy and uh, things getting worse and so it's really hard to say i think there's a, a mix even in the hospital hmm. that's interesting yeah so yeah. so uh as far as you and i asked i asked chris your husband this but uh, from your side of things how do you feel about do you feel good about you know coming home every day and being surrounded with what you were surrounded with and coming home every day and knowing uh, hunt you know for sure that you're not bringing anything home to your family yes you know that's always a risk because i live in the you know the hottest spot of the of the whole thing right i live in the emergency department and we're there all the time i'll tell you though um like all of us at the hospital you know we're always cognizant of you know having good hand washing making sure you know i'm cleaning my phones and things before i leave the hospital as much as possible and there's always that possibility you know it's it's happened in the past uh I, I do have to say that my years in critical care and emergency have given me a pretty good immune system, so that that helps, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, it, and then it comes to self care, and you know, when I get home, where I change my clothes, leave my shoes, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. And you just try to mitigate it as much as possible. I think in my 23 years, and Chris mentioned it. I mean, we've been through naturally not something this of this magnitude, but H1N1, you know, actually to me was a little more scary. I was an ICU nurse at the time. And, you know, H1N1 was tough in that there were a lot of very young people in their 20s dying mm -hmm. of H1N1, you know, whereas what we see with this is the majority of people that are younger have very minor symptoms, which is a little bit reassuring, you know. Um, but it's, it's just taking those good habits, changing my clothes, don't, you know, washing my hands, showering, that kind of thing. Exactly. So yeah. when you're in when you're in the, your your field every day at the hospital, what do you uh, are you wearing all the garb, all the shields, all the stuff every day? Are you having to put all that stuff on every day? No, no, because I'm not. Um, you know, I'm in and out of the ER, okay. but on the leadership aspect right, of sure, it. Sure. Uh, so I am in scrubs. Um, and have been, and, you know, if I needed to do patient care, then I, obviously I would. But my staff and the ER team and, and the nurses and doctors and everybody that's involved in the clinical care, the respiratory therapist, they're all suited up in their masks. And right. uh, we wear masks. In the hospital, we universally mask as well. Um, 
So, I'm in a mask all day for sure. Hmm. But the staff that's directly involved with care now, if there was a, a time where I would have to get involved with care, then I would. Yeah. I would, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's the same, you know, as when I was in the bedside, um, you know, same same sort of PPE standards. So if you, uh, this, that, is, yeah. this is a crazy question, I know, but if you just had to, if someone made you guess, if you had to guess, what would, your, what would be your guess on a timeline? Um, you know, that's, that's really hard to say. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many models out there that, um, you know, they, you know, first we saw a model that said we were going to peak out at the beginning of June. And then we saw a model that said we were going to peak in July. (laughs) So it's so hard to tell, you know, when, um, you know, I'm, as part of my role, I watch the cases every single day. And, you know, there are some days where we have just a few positive cases, some days where it kind of jumps up. So it's uh, it's really hard to tell. I think the uncertainty is the big, the, the ag population. And, you know, um, you've probably seen on the news there's been some some challenges there. Um, the, always the concern is, is big groups, clusters of people, because that's how it spreads quicker. Sure, sure. Um, but the hope is that, I mean, when you look at the overall data, California uh, is doing a really great job. So the hope is that we continue to do that, and, and hopefully by summer we could <laughs> get back <laughs> exactly. to uh, a little bit of normal. I'm, I'm being optimistic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the best you can do, I, I know. That's and- it. We certainly, Carla, Carla Spencer, RN, Director of Emergency Services, Salinas Valley Memorial Hospital, we certainly do thank you for giving us, sharing us a little insight uh, and give us, giving us a little more information this morning on the Shag Bag Show. We appreciate you, and of course, for everything that you, you do. So best of luck to you. Continue the, the good work, the good fight, and uh, we'll see you soon when this is uh, gone, hopefully gone. That's right. Thank you so much, and thank you for having us on. It was a pleasure. Thank you. God bless. Take care. All right. There's Carla Spencer, uh, and then Chris Spencer, her husband, of course, from MaxFit Meals right before that. On the Shag Bag Show, we want to say hi to Kevin Phillips, who gave us a text this morning. And uh, he says uh, they had a dry run last night for the whaling station's takeout. Wow. Great results with friends and family taking home 